Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. My name is Michelle Burkhardt, and I'm your host. Welcome. All right, so today's episode is asking uh, about unconditional love. So unconditional love at work and at home. Do you feel unconditionally loved at work and at home? Do you focus on giving unconditional love to other people? at work and at home, maybe with your significant other, with your children. So unconditional love, like happiness, is a feeling, okay? And you can give it and someone cannot feel it, right? Also, they can give it to you and you don't feel it. Why? Some people just feel it. Right. Um, I, I referenced this actually yesterday when we were talking about uh, the fool's role and how um, every person I've ever met with Down syndrome has this tendency to love. Um, it's just an amazing experience, honestly, especially very young children. They're, they're just very accepting. Um, some people just feel it, but most people kind of struggle with it. Okay. Um, sometimes they need a little structure, if you will. Right. So let me give you an example. Um, a mother and child. Now this is not across the board because I know we all have our different experiences, but it's an easier to understand example that when a mother you know, has a child, so whether it's birthed or, or given to you by adoption or whatever, you have this bond with that child, right? So you have this unconditional love with them. Now, I get it that a mother and a child can actually have very conditional love. That was my experience. But it's the closest example of natural unconditional love that I can think about, okay? So working relationships, and this is really any relationship. So when I say working, I mean, you know, collaborating, partnering, um, working together, um, not just at the workplace, but working relationships um, have this notion of safety, security, and success that's kind of underlying them, right? So if you think about a glacier, um, uh, if, if you just saw the tip of the iceberg, right? Above the water, there's a whole lot more underneath. Every relationship is the tip that you see and everything underneath, okay? So every relationship does have boundaries. They have um, operating agreements. Uh, They have, um, this is what defines a healthy exchange of ideas. Uh, A good working relationship has some sort of negotiation back and forth, right? So there's this notion that you have a container of commitment to each other. My background is in uh, change and transformation within groups and systems. And so when I go in to do, let's say, strategic planning, you know, we usually say, hey, listen, as we're here together, what are our operating agreements? So how do you want to work this out, right? Um, Really good leaders have an understanding of, uh, hey, listen, we've got to have a crucial conversation right now. This is how we do this. I know one of the, um, the ideas I was teaching at a national conference not too long ago on coaching, there's many people, especially in the education space, who are wearing two different hats. Um, One hat is I'm your coach, 
and I want you to learn and grow. And the other hat is I'm your boss and I need you to comply. Okay. Those are not, those are two, you know, very different things. Although I will say this, that when you coach for transformation, almost a hundred percent, you get compliance, but the other way does not work. Okay. So one of the key differences we have is when uh, we're having a coaching conversation and you're a teacher, I go to your classroom. So we know that when we meet in this room, we're having a great conversation, you and me, about your learning and growth. However, when I have an issue as your boss and I need you to comply, you're coming to my office. So therefore, the the underlying subconscious uh, awareness is, hey, listen, we're going to have a crucial conversation, okay? So this allows everybody to feel safe and secure in this working relationship and know what's going to happen. Also, you know, when, uh, when you get together with somebody as a significant other, a lot of people don't understand this, but operating agreements are not just based on you know, what's the process to pay the bills? How are we going to celebrate holidays? You know, all of those structural things, but how are we going to fight? Right? Because you're going to have disagreements. So how are you going to handle that? How do you want to handle that? Okay. What happens is you, you create this container and then you have this agreement. This is how we're going to operate. Now the agreement happens whether it's verbal or not. So if you don't come right out and become intentional in this relationship, you're going to create patterns based on this kind of subconscious mental agreement. And out of the commitment and the agreements that you make, this is how we're going to do life together. You have feelings of love and trust. Okay. So some people just feel unconditional love and, and most people need a container and agreements to do that. Okay. So within that container, you have the freedom to be you, to have what you need and to serve in the best way possible. Right. So at home, at work and in your community. So the structure isn't love. It's just the container that holds that. So for example, um, let's say you're in a marriage or a committed relationship, right? You have this commitment to each other, but there's been a severe breakdown. I'm dealing with um, a couple people right now. They're in their early 20s. Um, and based on various different things, there's some addiction, there's some abuse, definitely some codependency. Uh, out of all of this, the, there's a lack of trust. Okay. Now, uh, actually, there's three different people that I'm thinking of, all in their early 20s, some of them with kids, some without uh, one of them had, had a surgery in high school as an athlete, got hooked on drugs and it's just turned her whole life around. Uh, the other two definitely, um, abuse slash codependency going on. So in essence, what has occurred is that even in this committed relationship within the container, because of the other issues that are happening, there's no trust. So the biggest thing that they are dealing with right now is that they feel like, I know I can't be in this relationship, but I still love that person. How do you make those two thoughts and ideas fit into your head? Right? They are seemingly opposite ideas. 
uh, and it's discombobulating, right? Well, here's the thing. You can still love someone unconditionally, even if you create boundaries for safety, right? So (coughs) I've said this before. Sometimes I need to just love you from afar, right? You can still love someone from afar unconditionally. You can love them. You can forgive and release them. And also, you are never required to change your thinking and go back to them. Okay? So a lot of people have this notion that if I forgive them, I have to go back and I have to, you know, restart that that um, relationship again. Absolutely not. You can love them unconditionally from afar and still not trust them. Because the container of commitment was broken. Okay? And here's the thing is that you need to love you, especially in, in relation, you know, the, the people that I'm working with, I'm not, I'm not working with the, uh, offended, I'm working with the offender. So the person who's actually, uh, you know, addicted or, or abusing, right. They, they've reached out and they've said, I need help. Please help me. Right. Well, the fix is to love you. Okay. It's not loving the other person. It's to love you because you're, you're, you're having some issues where you feel like you're not whole. And so therefore you can't come and unconditionally love another person. Right. And for the person who has been offended against, the answer is still to love you. And you can love that person unconditionally while you create boundaries for safety and health. Okay. So there's this notion, especially in the United States, that if I'm going to release something in order to have something different, I have to somehow break it, right? So I have to break up with this person to have, you know, a more health or a better relationship, right? I have to make that person into a bad guy in order to leave the relationship. No, you don't. You can say, this is no longer serving me. Now I need to release myself, love me, and love that person from afar. I don't have to make them into a bad guy. Okay? Same thing is true with your boss. For those of you who are, you know, realizing that your boss might not be all that great, right? You don't have to make that person into a bad guy. You can just say, yeah, this is not working for me. You you can love that person from afar while you're getting a new job. Okay. So unconditional love doesn't mean putting up with everything. Absolutely not. It means speaking up for you. Uh, you might have to negotiate a little bit, right? But if you're not getting what you need, you can always unconditionally love from afar. Okay. All right. So with that, I release you into the wild. Go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day. I'll catch you next time. All right. Bye-bye.